Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. What up? The goodestest. The goodestest. That's it. Goodestest. A little smooth jazz in there for you. To all one of you who are listening to this in an elevator, you are welcome. Yeah. Muzak. Smooth sounds. Tapez and scowls. I can't do it again. <laughs> I feel like I physically can't. No, that's do good. It that again. was good. That was plenty. Plenty. I hope I, I veered back far enough from the mic that it wasn't bad. The good news is they can just go back. Like, you know what? I need more of that in my life. They go right back to it. Yeah, we could do a supercut, maybe. That'd be fun. No, they're not worth it. <laughs> no, they're not. No. All right. Well, movies. I got two. You got two. I don't know how you end. I end awfully. Okay, then you're going to go last. Okay. I'm going to go first, 2007. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trick or treat. Oh, trick or treat. Trick or treat. Hey, are we in October still? <laughs> still in October. 10-10-2022. I'm surprised mm-hmm. I had not reviewed this one already. Yeah, I'm That's a little surprised. One hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It is a horror anthology film directed by Michael Doherty, starring Anna Paquin, Leslie Bibb, and Dylan Baker. The Bibbs. The Bibb. Your summary. Oh, boy, this is a lengthy one. Oh, yeah. Five interwoven stories that occur on Halloween. An everyday principal has a secret life as a serial killer. A college virgin might just meet the guy for her. A group of teens pull a mean prank. A woman who loathes Halloween must deal with her holiday-obsessed boyfriend. And an old man meets his match with a supernatural trick-or-treater. Ooh. Yeah. Is that your favorite one? Um, ooh. I think The Kids is my favorite one. Okay. So, all of these stories weave together. There's no, there is like kind of a through line, but the through line also ties into all of the stories. So it's really clever cleverly done from an anthology perspective. My personal favorite, I think, is the one about the kids, but that also ties into the old man and the trick-or-treater. And it's about a group of kids who have uh, different mental disabilities, and the bus driver, the parents pay them off to get rid of the kids because the parents don't feel like dealing with these children anymore. Terrible. So the bus driver's like, sure, I will drown your children. And uh, Bus drivers, do, you know what, if anybody, I feel like it would be the bus driver. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, I will drown your children for money. And he ends up doing so, and the kids tell this tale to another little girl and try to scare her and prank her and then they get attacked by the either the ghosts or the resurrected corpses of the the tormented souls of the children from the bus it's like yeah. pretty scary and interesting and the, the like the way they do like they do like a thing with uh it's them on halloween and they're all wearing halloween masks and stuff and he changed them to the seats and like they'll come back with chains with the masks on it's like Wait, oh it's really that's, scary that's not normal bus procedure no being tied down with chains i keep telling you you can't chain the children up i just like, keep i mean that's how them. i took the bus yeah i know but i told you that's not okay to do still like you can't perpetuate that huh. yeah this feels like a breakthrough yeah Go on. Yeah. So there's all these stories are really smart. And I think that like, even the Sam character has become pretty iconic. We see him all over the place right. during Halloween now. And Sam, it's Sam short for if you spell out the word Sawin properly, it's written out like Sam Hain, which is a Ghostbusters villain from the cartoons and it's called Sam Hain. But it's actually Sawin. That's the actual like what Halloween is based on the actual like uh, I think it's pagan holiday and really smart that observes a lot of the like iconic rules of Halloween with the jack-o'-lantern and having to stay lit through the night and like all this really cool like very holiday themed pieces that are all interwoven that we get all kinds of different levels of horror you get the ghosts and like revenge stuff you get the spirit of Halloween with Sam you get just like slasher murder stuff you get 
uh, creatures. You get all kinds of stuff in this movie. Like it really hits all the check marks for Halloween. I don't think we've really had a really like good Halloween movie in this style up until this film came out. That sounds fair. Yeah. That sounds right. Pretty iconic for uh, for the Halloween times of year. IMDb, 6.7 out of 10 for this one. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 32 critics reviewed this to 81%. Bad. Audience, 70, or sorry, 25,000 plus give the 72%. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming in just a touch higher than everybody, 8.5 out of 10 for that sounds right. Trick or Treat. Well, you love anthology. I love anthology. I love horror. I love Halloween. It just checks all the boxes for me. It's the perfect recipe for a Max movie. Woohoo! Well, I got a movie. Is it a perfect recipe for a Max movie? Maybe not perfect, but you know, like it's a good side dish. Okay, I like side dishes. Because it's an animated. Ooh, okay. And it's a classic animated. Classic. It, we're in 1983. 1983? Did they even make movies back then? I tell you, it was the dawn of cinema. Wow. Love that. Charlie Chaplin had just starred in Robocop. That's right. It was good times. Good times. Not like the television show. Not like he wasn't in that. Okay. No, fair enough. Fred Astaire. Um, (laughs) Fire and ice. 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 I watched this September 24th, 2022. It's an hour 21 animation adventure fantasy directed by Ralph Abakshi. Yes, indeed. And Tom Tataranowicz. Not as memorable. He did certain segments. Yeah. And this is like, uh, and you did heavy metal before this, right? Have I actually done heavy metal? I think you did do heavy metal. Or did I just go on a heavy metal rant? I don't know. I know I talked about the pinball machine. Oh, yeah, heavy metal. We'll have to look. If yeah. not, I'll get that and the 2001 that's not as good on. Fair enough. Man, now I'm not even sure. Yeah. Anyways, starring Randy Norton, not Randy Orton the wrestler. Oh. Uh, Cynthia Leak. And Steve Sander. IMDb Movie Summary. Yeah. At the end of the Ice Age, an evil queen and her son are set on conquering the world using magic and warriors. Hmm. The lone survivor. Survivor. The lone survivor. Okay. There you go. <laughs> The lone survivor of a crushed village fights back, as does the king of Firekeep. Nice. This is just classic fantasy stuff. This is somebody animating a D&D campaign. It is. This is really awesome animation. You're getting the Bakshi stuff. It's so good. If you're not familiar with him, do your homework. This is amazing. Yeah, come on. Um, but the animation is so good. It is based off of Frank Frazetta characters. Yes. And... The screenplay. Do you know who wrote the screenplay? I don't. It was written by Roy Thomas and Jerry Conway. So we have a comic book connection. Wow. And it makes perfect sense. I found that out after the fact. I'm yeah. Like, well, yeah. No, of course. The character of Dark Wolf is very much like his Death Dealer character. Oh, yeah. But a little different. Little but I was, I was like, wait, the Death Dealer's in this? And I'm like, wait, no, the Death Dealer's not in this. Yeah. And, you know, because I hadn't watched this in forever. Um, just awesome action and fantasy elements that are occasionally overshadowed by too much sexy, I will say. Yeah. Um, this is one of those first animations that's a little more adult that's just like, Ugh. Boxy was trying to push a specific kind of I'm pretty anime. sure they actually had a female model yeah. that they filmed and then they animated her. And yep. it's just very distracting because it's like, it's very good, but then it's like, why are we getting this show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it does focus on a female character. She is the princess of Firekeep. She runs away while they try to get her. So they're chasing her. Right. And she follows uh, our main protagonist as he is also on his own quest, trying to just survive. He was on the front lines kind of thing. That's my quest, trying to survive. Just trying to survive. Just trying to survive and, out here. You know, everybody's going down. It is pretty violent. It is not the best animation. I, I mean, it is, but it's also like we've we've come so far right like it's gory when i say it has gore it has it but it's like nothing compared to 
the nonsense we do now. Right. Arguably, it's better. It's more tasteful in its weird gore. It's very strange. They had to think about it. Like, mm-hmm. think about how to kind of express this to where it's not just constantly pumping blood out. Right. It's not. We're not torturing people. It's like, this is war. Yeah. We're showing you how the war would look, but we're not like going, we are going over the top with our sexiness. There's no denying that. That's right. But everything else, you know, I, I thought this movie was a lot of, a lot of fun. I hadn't watched it in forever and I, I like ba- uh, Bakshi a lot. So uh, it was just cool to see some sword and sorcery bullshit because I don't think, I think that's something as popular as D&D is, like we just don't get that anymore. I think anime does it a lot. Yeah. But besides anime, yeah. No, I agree. And uh, get on it, people. There's so many people out there cosplaying. Just put them in a movie. The the pinnacle. Of, yeah, like the, we got like um, Sword and the Sorcerer, Crawl, like oh, Crawl, yeah, Conan. Like all these movies in the '80s were so popular, and yeah. it just kind of fell off pretty quickly. Not even like because you had like the Sword and Sorcery, and then just the Sword and Sandal stuff, and it was mm-hmm. just like and it just really fell off. Like at a point, it's just like everybody was done with it. They're like we're done, we're done here. I feel like it fell off more because of maybe budget restraints and also effects at the time but like nowadays there's no reason no let's get beastmaster in there yeah don coscarelli's still alive i will point out oh let's get that then come on beastmaster if you want to come on the podcast and talk to us about it please feel free i would die would you i would die i, love I don't don want Coscarelli. that Dylan. you're not allowed to come on <sighs> come on man the banned. creator of phantasm like <laughs> lifetime ban like on the on the on the podcast don coscarelli you just hear like that's me hitting the ground <laughs> dead Max is dead that was actually his dong hitting the floor he's so excited yeah but that all, all the blood left my body it's all there and it I'm didn't dead. stay long but it made a nice you know like the thermometer when the mercury goes and then comes Whoop. down yeah it's yeah. one of those uh, yeah IMDB <laughs> gave it a 6.5 <laughs> Rotten Tomato Critics 7 of them which I thought was kind of low yeah gave it 71% okay the audience 5,000 plus gave it 53% wow I was a little surprised by that maybe they don't like the sexy maybe they weren't aware of the sexy and they're like mm. <laughs> well, maybe know. they were just like not as sexy as I had heard <laughs> maybe yeah 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 maybe <laughs> I gave it a seven I think nice. it's really good yeah that sounds right for that yeah boxy stuff is just so good mm-hmm. what a rabbit hole you can fall down to if you've never seen it. it's like what a delight but if you're into animation you should oh yeah 100% you gotta spend a little time there yep as part of it's required required course for sure for animation for sure 1998 Ooh, halloween town halloween town halloween town a whole town halloween town it's all one word halloween town halloween town, halloween town. We're home. Don't, don't confuse us with Halloween Town. This is Halloween Town. Those jerks from across the way. That's right. We beat them in football last year. They're always eating lemons over there in Halloween Town. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Trick or treat. Yeah. Here's a lemon. That's right. Because you suck. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Here's your Halloween resurrection quote of the day. It's the best one to pick. Whew. For quotes. <laughs> Watch this on October 21st, 2022, one hour and 24 minutes precisely. It is a family adventure film directed by Dwayne Dunham, starring Kimberly J. Brown, Debbie Reynolds, rest in peace, Joey Zimmerman. Your movie summary, when a young girl living with her secret witch mother, not witch mother. Yes. Learns she, too, is a witch. Which witch? Witch. She must help her grandmother, also a witch, save Halloween Town from evil forces the witches are on our side the witches are good wow yeah that's a that's pretty awesome actually yeah it's it's fun to see do you remember this movie at all were you a little older you're you're a little too old for this movie i wager when it came out in 98 i'm familiar but i didn't watch it yeah this was like a disney original 
for the Disney Channel. Oh, so yes, of course. That came out around Halloween. And the big draw to it was like all the crazy makeup effects they were doing that sure. were like kid-friendly versions of famous things. And they did do a pretty successful job. I was surprised how well the movie held up. There is a theme here nice. that, again, we talked about the family thing before and my caveat of there should be some kind of a theme here and something to, it's not just kind of lost in this movie. It's about, you know what I mean, not defining who you are and taking something that you, like taking something and choosing your own destiny with it but not forgetting everything and kind of taking everything to make you and your path, like defining your own culture, so to speak, and not being defined by anyone who's like your parent, grandparent, whatever. Like, you know I mean? You may, you may take those lessons and those things that are passed down and apply them to your existence, but not in such a way that it is just a, like a carbon copy of what they were doing in they one still way or get their own identity. You take yeah, you take all the parts, and that's what makes you unique. So that does a nice job with that. The more you know, yeah, which is really cool to see. Um, I think it's a good like gateway horror film for a young child because you get those like elements that. of it. Yeah, like, I like it's really fun. Lot. I wish it was more. Yep, and it's yeah, it's a hard it's a hard niche to hit, but they do like such a nice job where it's like spooky but not creepy. You know what I mean? Like it's really fun. If you were really young, I could see maybe getting like a like a little. It pushes the the boundaries a little bit. So I wouldn't show this to like, probably like first, second grade would be around the age, like seven, eight would be about the age. I'd probably show somebody this movie if they were a kid. See, me being a kid of the 80s, I'm just trying to think like, what were the movies like this that were like... Like the worst witch, I think was a thing. Yeah, that we watched a lot. There was some, and there was some animated stuff that pushed like the last unicorn. That was oh, pretty man. brutal at parts. Ooh. Never ending story, just oh, completely yes. traumatic. Oh my god, that wolf! Yeah, the horse. The horse. Forget about it. Forget yeah. about it. We're done. done. We're crying done. for a literal week. <laughs> they made a sequel. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't cry anymore. <sighs> Jack Black was in the third one. Oh my god. Yeah, that's real. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's just cool. Really fun. It's a little rough in terms of acting and the dialogue that was written for some of the leads, but this is a Disney original movie. So, you know I mean, Oscar Wilde did not come on to punch up their dialogue or anything. Too busy. Yeah. A little too busy. A little, a little too, too busy. busy. Debbie Reynolds could have maybe gotten Carrie Fisher to come in and do a little script doctoring on the dialogue, but she didn't. That's no, okay. Didn't we happen. forgive her. But yeah, overall, it's pretty fun. I don't think you'll be sad to watch. Revisit this. But you know, this holds up pretty well. Like, I remember this doing, like, you know I mean? I remember this as a kid. I think it does what Hocus Pocus does not. Hey. Where it's got a theme in there. It's got some things that are a little bit more memorable. Again, not lighting the world on fire by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think it's a good intro gateway horror piece where you're actually still putting in positive morals for a youngster. Nice. So well done, Halloween Town. Yeah. Sorry, Halloween Town. IMDb. <clears throat> 6.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics, a whopping five of them, went back to watch this one. 80%. Nice. Yes. That's good. Not bad. Audience, 25,000 plus, plus. 71%. Nice. Yeah, and I come in just a touch under IMDb with a six and a half out of 10. That sounds right. Solid movie. Man. Yeah. Awesome. Good for the chillins. Yeah. They're just chilling. Just the chillins. They're just chilling. Yeah. Well, here's a movie that's not good for the chillins. I love this. Do you? No, I don't know. I was oh. so excited when you said awfully. I was I'm yeah. just pumped here. Well, I promised myself I wouldn't do this movie. Really? But then the wife wanted to see this movie. And and I said, I don't want to see it. And all self promises were immediately voided. Yeah. So what is this movie? 2022's Morbius. Oh, I can see the living vampire, Tim? Well, yeah, he's he's living. So that he can get by the comic code, Tim. He needs to get by it right around it. Right around that comic Skirt book code. That. And things in infuriate Max territory, the comic That's book right. code. I don't get over things for that happened before I was born. <laughs> Not very easily. That's right. <laughs> Boy, if I was around, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Fucking Archie Comics. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
to to clarify, Morbius is a great character in the comics. Agreed. And I think as far as movies is concerned, I think this would have been so much better if he was a side character in a movie first. Let me tell you where he was great, and you correct me if I, if you feel differently. Are you but say I, the Spider-Man cartoon? Fucking A, I was going to say the Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> I thought he was great little uh, yes, Blade he's very good in that because they introduced Blade during that point. Yep. Oh, that cartoon kicks ass, That cartoon though. is super good. Yeah. Uh, I haven't rewatched it, so maybe a little... I remember it glasses. being super good. Well, we'd have to rewatch it, but... So good. Very good in that. But yeah. this... Mm, uh, this movie... I had a feeling. This movie has some problems. Is Jared Leto one of them? No. Good. Jared Leto's not that bad. Good, because I heard that he has to try to work on some, like work in quite the constraint in this one. It wasn't super, super good vehicle for him. Not like Blade Runner was and uh, Requiem for a Dream, which we love him in. I mean, he's insanely good in that. Yeah. Uh, but I think he is doing what he's told 100%. Yeah. I don't think there's any, him as an actor, 100%, he's doing what he's told. Yeah. 100%. He's Not like in the Joker when it's just like, what are you doing over there, Jared? He's like, I do what I want. Why do you have a grill in there? I just do what I want. Do what I want. Yeah, none of that. I think he's fine as Morbius. I wouldn't even care if he came back as Morbius in another movie. I just don't want to see another Morbius movie. Fair so enough. here we go. I don't even know if I said any of this stuff. Uh, directed by Daniel Espinosa. <laughs> starring Jared Leto. Matt Smith. Oh, I forgot Matt Smith's in this. I wish he wasn't. <laughs> Adria Arjonia, maybe? IMDb movie summary. Biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. Hmm. Fair. The living vampire. He's a living vampire. I gotta tell you, Matt Smith starts really fine, and he becomes the biggest piece of shit ever. He is the worst. His acting is so bad. Oof. I think he's doing what he's told, but it's just not anywhere near as good as... Like, I was just like, oh my god, this is so distracting. Like, Ugh. Matt Smith. Could, could you kill off Matt Smith and get him out of the movie? Oh, like, shovel face himself, Matt Smith. Oh my god. And they put weird prosthetics on him, and it doesn't help. And it's just... His face is still so flat. How's your face does get that flat? Fairly, he does. And, you know, it's... They didn't fix it with the prosthetics. Anyways, that's not what's important here, Dan. <laughs> movie is a case of it's fine until it's not okay i would say knife puppy knife puppy loves the living vampire she does you living vampire yeah i would say this movie was good living vampire for the first yeah there it is living vampire it's alive <laughs> alive yeah this is better than this movie so it's fine it starts fine the idea is fine, the setup is fine, and then it just goes off the rails, and it just doesn't look back. Mm. And it's so irritating because it started fine. Right. I would say the first third of this movie is completely serviceable, and then it's just garbage town. Oof. And then it ends with this massive battle that doesn't make any damn sense. Mm. They destroy, like, the entirety of, I think, New York? I don't know. <laughs> they shoehorn the cameo appearance that most people saw. Yeah. Uh, it is... The stuff that you see in the commercial isn't in the movie. No fun. At all. I love it when I'm when I'm just completely duped. The character is there, kind of. Okay. It's not good. Ooh. I think that's the biggest, like, go fuck yourself. Oof. It's just, this is really just disheartening. I was really sad. Yeah. That's tough. I can tell. It's funny when you, when you dislike, vehemently dislike a movie, you're pretty good at it when you're like, <laughs> when you really loathe something, like it's just like, it bugged you. Like it got under your skin level bad. Because like, 
This shouldn't be this bad. Right. This really should. I know it's Sony. I know it's not. <laughs> but still, standard. they've churned out better stuff than this. They sure have. But And they did for the first third of this movie. That's right. <sighs> IMDb. <laughs> 5.2. Okay. Rotten Tomato Critics. Yeah. 273 of them. Suffered through it, huh? 15%. 15. 1, 5. And I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Well, I looked at a handful of them. Just like, for curiosity's sake, let me look at a few of them. Most of them also the same thing, and I can't disagree with it. It felt like they very badly needed to, for some reason, make a Morbius movie. It right. It feel like it was, like, we just fucking need it. That's right. Is how it felt. Yep. The audience loves it, though. 5,000 plus, 71%. Oh, my goodness. 7, 1, not 1, 7? <laughs> no, not 1, 7. Damn. But through lying, yes, 1, 7. They okay. hate it. Okay, good. Me, you want to guess mine? Ooh, this is And this tough. does have a wife score, and the wife, wife score. loves Jared Leto. Okay. All right, so I'm going to take go all that information. All right, Tim's score, two and a half. Four. Okay, much higher than I thought. Wife score, oh, man, she's, she probably loved them shits. <laughs> Six out of ten. Four and a half. Oh, wow. I think it speaks volumes that she straight up was like, the Leto parts are only going to get to that far. Yeah. And I was only going off the strength of the first third. Wow. Yeah. Shit. I was mad at her for making me watch it. Fair enough. <sighs> what you got, fool? I'm done. Once again, oh. you went last. Oh, man. You have, That's right. You have got to stop Holy huffing those. Remember I told you about the barrel of melted AOL discs? I told you not to huff those when you came in. Oh, I've been just putting my whole head in there. Uh, you have. When you left for the episode we did through the cans, I noticed that you ladled several scoops into your pocket. I did. I also laid those cans on top of the barrel, so it amplified it because oh, that's I, how string works. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's not good. No, it's not good when you were taking the needles and jamming them into your skin and yelling, I'm Bane, while injecting yourself with them. I, also well, not good. I like luchadors, and that guy was, you know. I know. I know. Yeah, and then my veins got all glowy and creepy, and I was like, Arr! And then you passed out. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Nice puppy bled you out. That's how you live, by the way. Thank you. Hi, puppy. You're so beautiful. 